Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani bringing you the Rudy Giuliani Show, and welcome to everyone all over America and in places like Joel and Jerusalem, for example. So don't forget, you can get us on WABCradio.com anyplace, anywhere you are, even Jerusalem. So let's start off with, I don't understand, and I'm going to put this up as the first thing, because then when you call me, you are going to explain this to me. This is Mayor Adams. Tell me what he means by this. Number four. You were here before Starbucks. You were here before others came and decided they wanted to be part of this, this city. Folks are not only hijacking your apartments and displacing your living arrangements, they displaced your conversations and said the things that are important to you are no longer important, and they decide what's important and what's not important. Go back to Iowa. You go back to Ohio. New York City belongs to the people that was here and made New York City what it is. And I know I'm a New Yorker. I protected this city. I have a right to put my voice in how the city should run in other words we don't want people coming into new york city from other places except illegals i mean the people from iowa and the people from ohio who come into new york are by and large citizens of the united states of america or otherwise known when we could say words like this and weren't living under a tyranny of language a, a tyranny of suppression and censorship we would call these people legal citizens of the United States. The people you have invited here, Adams, and have said that you're going to take care of them really nicely, including making sure they get health coverage and schools and housing that some people say is nicer than the homeless people get. These people are, I know you're not supposed to say it, but here's the reality. They are illegal as in against the law. They didn't check in. They didn't undergo any vetting. You see, Adams, this has an implication. If you don't check them out, you don't know who they are. If you don't know who they are, oh, sure, they could be the nicest people from Venezuela. They also could be homicidal maniacs from Venezuela. You just don't know. You're playing like, oh, What's the difference if one out of five is a mass murderer? That's pretty good odds, huh? Hmm. And you are all welcome to New York, except if you're from Iowa and Ohio. Now, exactly what he has against Iowa and Ohio, could it be that they're Republicans and they work? That could be it. This could be very dangerous because if they worked hard, they'd make them look bad for partying all night. That might be part of the problem. Now, I want you to call me up and I want you to explain to me, no, seriously, what does, the, what does he mean by that? Go back to Iowa and Ohio. I, for the life of me, I do believe the Democrat Party has screwed up America so badly that they are in a state of absolute shock and they don't know what to say. So they say the stupidest and dumbest things 
that come into their stupid, dumb, socialist minds. Or maybe not dumb, confused, confused. Now, if uh, DeSantis and, and, and Trump obviously are in some kind of contest here because they keep throwing out DeSantis polls, he's ahead, Trump polls, he's ahead. Got to tell you, DeSantis got a big boost yesterday. He did. He got attacked by Fauci. <laughs> I don't even know what Fauci said. I didn't get a chance to cover it. Fauci doesn't like him. Man, he must have done a pretty good job as governor if if that little potentate didn't like him. King Fauci. Man, yesterday I was outside of my lawyer's office because I'm going through these hearings with the D.C. Bar Association, and I got there early, and they had the big rat across the street. And Ted, my sidekick Ted, who comes from who comes from Michigan, was he had never seen the big New York rat, you know, that the unions put there. When there's a, uh, and this was a rat, uh, because there's a dispute. I don't know if it's a wage or a benefits dispute. I think it was a wage dispute. It's the, it's the uh, laborers' union, and that's a good union, by the way. I like the labor. Well, I like all the unions. Come on, when you're the mayor, you get to know them, and then they came, they sealed their, they sealed their fate with me. Was when they came on the afternoon of September 11, and volunteered to go into the fire and help the firefighters, and they told me. I said, why are you guys going to do this? They said, because we're strong and we can pick up big things. I said, oh, my goodness, man. You guys can get away with a lot of sins with that one, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. So they told them the whole story of the rat and how it, where it came from, et cetera, et cetera. And then Ted just started laughing and laughing and laughing. And he, he looks like a big version of Fauci. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to make fun of the way he looks, because there's no reason to make fun of the way he looks. We should be criticizing the way he acts, which is to lie, 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 and hide and hide from us all the money that he's made in royalties. Oh, Dr. Maria is reminding me to go to my podcast because uh, the one that's out right now uh, blows up the rat. <laughs> John Bolton's running for president of the United States. Wow, that's exciting. Woo! Woo! Listen to this, 13. Come on, John. Show us some of that old excitement you always had. There's one thing that would get me to get into the presidential race, which I look at in prior elections. It would be to make it clear to the people of this country that Donald Trump is unacceptable as the Mm. Republican nominee. I'd like to see Mm. Sherman-esque statements from all the potential candidates. If I don't see that, then I'm going to seriously consider getting in. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Man, that guy, you know what that guy Bolton has? He has really got charisma. He does, man. Tell you what, if I was running for president right now, Bolton jumped in, said to myself, I couldn't keep up with that guy, boy. He's really got charisma. And, you know, if you like war, within two weeks we could be at war with Norway. Uh, oh, where else would he attack? I don't know. He, he might get some of the states confused. He likes attacking. Uh, 
I worked with John for a long time before I saw him operate within the administration, and he is one of the great, great disappointments in many, many ways because he's just another Washington liar. About me directly, by the way. Uh, I like I like the way uh, Representative McCarthy's organizing things for the upcoming Republican House. I really do. I think he's. I, I know he's running for election. Okay, so he's going to put his best foot forward. That, by the way, that's a good thing because it it um, it creates the discipline to develop and think out a lot of good programs. If you're if you're an honest and good person, and and and, and uh, Congressman McCarthy, Speaker McCarthy, soon to be. That is an honest and good person, and uh, you know he's going to he's going to be facing some very very big uh, situations uh, as soon as Title Forty Two is lifted. Right away, we're going to have thirteen million more. Now think about this: we're setting records with Title Forty Two in place, put there by Trump, to allow us to get rid of about thirty to forty percent of the make-believe refugees who come across the border. Once that's over, we're going to go from the four million record to who knows what. If you think we have people getting slaughtered by fentanyl now because of Biden, wait, wait, and wait. Why does Biden want us to get killed? Why? Is he too stupid to realize it? Is it is it impossible to sit down with that adult brain and say, Mr. President, you know, the games you're playing with China is getting us record levels of fentanyl. Fentanyl is very dangerous because you can't tell, really, the potency of it. And fentanyl kills, yes, major addicted drug dealers. It also kills a first-time user. They put a little too much in, and these guys aren't, you know, the greatest scientists. And goodbye, person's life. The person's life is over. Fentanyl is without any doubt a direct result of the ineptitude of the person you elected, President of the United States. Now, we elected. I'm an American, too, and i got to accept your choices. But excuse me if I do feel like I did everything I could, uh, including uh, jeopardizing my career, reputation, and life to uh, stop this uh, lifetime crook from being president and this lifetime moron from being president. But he's there, and he is ruining us, ruining us in a very, very big way and in many, many, in many, many different ways. So this whole thing with the border, another 13 million? Adams now wants a billion dollars from Biden because of the um, of the crush of migrants. But I don't know. I mean, he's the one who made us a sanctuary city. When you say you're a sanctuary city, aren't you sort of suggesting you can take care of the problem? Well, he squeaked out on that one with the first bo- bo- uh, first, first busload. Uh, Chicago and Philadelphia actually absorbed a few before they started squeaking, but Adam started squeaking right away. See, the difference was um, Lightfoot and the other one um, in Philadelphia didn't know about it, but since Adams is up all night, he knew the buses were coming in because they were coming in just around the time he was checking in from his latest club. Uh, (sighs) 
we are going to have to we're going to have to deal at some point quickly with the escalating Biden corruption. Now, for me, it's hard to assess because, and I only assess it because I spend a lot of time talking to people. And um, the Biden story, to me, when I hear the headlines in the morning or I or I listen to the to the networks that, that cover it, of which there aren't all, uh, is old news. I've been through it. I did the podcast on it two years ago, three years ago. I turned the witnesses over to uh, over to Sean and to um, and to and to um, and to John Solomon. And please let me clarify something. Someone interpreted what I said to Newsmax, and I went back and listened. I didn't say it. I said I turned over information to these people. Somehow they think I turned over the the hard drive back in 2018, 2019. I, I did not turn over the hard drive until 2020 in the fall, in October, and I turned it over to one person originally, and that was Miranda Devine. I didn't have it before that. It was information that they are confusing with the hard drive. So we'll be back in a few minutes, and we'll clarify that, and then we'll move on to lots of other very important things we need to know before the weekend. God bless America. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani, and, um, you know, we were were, uh, thinking about what's going to happen when this uh, Title 42 uh, is lifted. I, I, I think you all know what it is, but Title 42 or Article 42 was passed during COVID so that we could send back the, the, um, the people coming in claiming asylum who might have COVID. Now, the reason that is important is the asylum policy is a very, uh, is a very poorly constructed piece of legislation that creates an enormous practical problem. All you have to do is get yourself onto United States property and claim that you are the victim of persecution at home. Or, or maybe get, let me give you the actual definition, believe it or not. I litigated this way back in the 80s. Reagan administration, I pretty much have it memorized. So many cases I argue. You have to have a good faith belief that you'll be the subject to you'll be subject to political persecution a good faith belief that you will be subject to political persecution if you return home now if they if if the cartel people who run these operations and um, manage to take money off these people train them correctly they're all given a little they're all given a little card and they say that and many of them, you can tell, they have the little card. And then they read it wrong at times. And, you know, if they screw it up too badly, they don't get the benefit of it. But uh, this is why it, it's so dangerous, because they all know it now, and most of them are not political refugees. Most of them are not pursuing or not fleeing political oppression. Most of them just, I don't mean this in any derogatory sense, but just in the sense of in any society, most of them aren't important enough to be in the sights of the government. They're living in a poor country, just like a lot of America is a poor country, particularly some of the areas they are going to and making even poorer. So uh, 
we end up with immigrations by virtue of um, illegal manipulation of our laws. And that has to, just has to stop. It really has to stop. We cannot, we cannot, under any set of circumstances, continue that. I mean, it, 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 uh, it, it creates a situation in which it's impossible for the United States to have any kind of, um, what would you say, um, order, law and order, at the border. So let's just hope and pray we get a Republican president and, uh, and, time, and time will come that, uh, that we can straighten this out with a sensible law. You know, I, w- I would like to go to someone I haven't heard from quite some time, and that's G.I. Jack in Hackensack. Hello, Rudy. God bless you. What happened to you, G.I. Jack? Corona COVID-19, God help me. You got COVID-19? I had COVID, Corona COVID-19. A few days, I I couldn't get off the bed for five days. My beautiful American Marine Mongol was by my side. I was in transitional housing for American veterans. The staff, most of them are not American veterans. They abuse the veterans. And they turned me out two days before COVID. Well, you hold on, G.I. Jack, because we've got to talk a little. We're going to take a little break, and then we're going to come back to one of our all-time favorites, G.I. Jack from Hackensack. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. I had it undiagnosed. The front st- the staff did not call a visiting nurse, did not call a home health care attendant. They knocked on my door once only to say that, uh, well, it doesn't smell good. I said, well, I'm drenched in my own uh, uh, perspiration. What do you expect it to be, cologne? The bottom line is, is that then they turned me out. They turned me out. I was in a motel for two days, for 36 hours. I had tickets to stand up for Christopher Columbus, who was not a slaver, at the St. Patrick Cathedral. I got there with my dog in the wheelchair, and then I enjoyed the parade afterwards. But I was in and out of consciousness. Which, which, par- which parade? Which parade, Jack? The uh, Columbus Day Parade. Oh, oh okay, then, good. And then I was able to get to the fifth largest hospital in the greater metropolitan New York, New Jersey, metropolitan New England area. I was there in isolation with my dog for about a week. Then I had to put my dog in a kennel. He's safe. I'm going to pick him up hopefully before Christmas. We're working on an apartment. And I'm in convalescent now. But oh, really, God bless you, Jack. Jack, God and let bless. me think something. Let's pray to Christ that 2023 is the year where there will not be two-thirds of the homeless men and women in America, American veterans, and 13,000 American veterans suicides every year, one every hour. Yeah, yeah, let's pray. And let's pray they get as much attention as the homeless people that Adams is treating like they're uh, royalty, you know? Mm-hmm. Did, did you see the housing he was building for the homeless people compared to the veterans that he treats like crap? Did you see when Eric Adams pimped the police to to uh, evict the homeless from their uh, shanty town, destroyed their life possessions, and had them arrested? Now they have triple threat against them. They're not going to be able to get into good housing. Hochul is a disgrace. She's worse than Cuomo and an anal cavono. And Mario Mierda de Cuomo, let me tell you, and brainless Biden and Kamala Harris. I hope to God that it's Trump, DeSantis, 
in 2024 or DeSantis and Rudy Giuliani as America's Attorney General and Dr. Maria Ryan as uh, Surgeon General. <laughs> and Jack, I would love Jack, to we love you. And, and we, we're, 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 uh, you know, I was wondering why I wasn't here, hearing from you. Will you do me a favor? Will you call me every week, Jack? I want you to check in with me, okay? I do. I do. I call you Monday through Friday and Sunday, but it's hard to get on. All right, all right. You just say, just say, G.I. Jack, I'll put you on. G.I. Even if you come on for a few minutes and you tell me I'm doing okay, all right? G.I. Gino Jack back in Hackensack, that's the fact, Jack. <laughs> I love you, G.I. Jack. This is a real American and a really good man and a really good example of the priorities that are screwed up in this country and that's got to be fixed, and they can be fixed. So think, speaking of my pals, let's go to Joel. Hello, Mr. Mayor. How are you, Joel? Um, How are you? You're in Israel. Well, I'm reading the Roman. Good, good. I'm, I'm, I'm reading the Torah. I'm reading the Roman breviary, thanks to you. And I have my Shabbat candles and four Advent candles, hope, love, you joy, and peace. And I'm reading the breviary every night now for Advent. Uh, and... and uh, it's, it's very, very interesting because of the way in which they take the Old Testament, which you could you could say were just, you know, words or predictions, either way, of Christ, you know. And it's, it's a very interesting thing to do. I remember reading it when I was studying to be a priest. But go ahead. What's going on? Well, we, we definitely need a heavy dose of, of truth in the world. And I, I sent some pictures to Bob. I hope you'll you'll take a look at those for inspiration. God is on your side, Mr. Mayor. Um, may you have protection uh, with what these tribulations before you know. Oh, I had I, I had quite I had, your... I had quite a I had quite a shocking hearing today with the bar association. I, I'm, I'm not sure I can. I got to think through the proprieties of revealing it. I mean, shocking not not in the sense of anything I did, but. Shocking in the sense of the way one of the lawyers acted and extraordinarily disappointing because I have a very, very high bar, (laughs) strange word to use, I guess I shouldn't use it, but for my my profession. And when I see lawyers, you know, speak beyond the record and get themselves involved in this um, overzealous Trump hatred, it's just, it's, it's disgusting to watch. So what's going on? You want to talk about Marco Polo? Marco Polo? Yeah, let's talk about that. But I do want to remind you and your listeners of one thing. In the Talmud, the minority opinions were always recorded thousands of years ago in case that in the future people would come to see the minority opinions as more valid than the majority opinions. And when, when, you know, in in terms of this, you know, I mean, I'm an election denier not because of, of all the evidence you presented, but because... Uh, the Lord, you know, is clear to, to 70 million people that there were shenanigans. And just because it may not be clear yet to this panel, um, it anyway, people in 10 or 20 years will remember Joe Biden as one of the biggest well, liars. You know, you know, and they'll remember whole, in 10 or 20 years you as one of the biggest truth tellers. This election denier thing is another big phony. So Benny Thompson is one of the biggest election deniers in history. For six years, he's denied the 2006 election, 2016 election. So what, what the heck's he doing running a committee trying to put people in prison who are election deniers? And the, the hypocrites. It's just a hypocritical gap in their consciousness. 
Marco yeah. Polo. He has 489 crimes uh, documented. Garrett Ziegler. There was a big conference today. Uh, there were about 20 people on the, I mean, 20 big officials on the call uh, with clear and present danger. China with Frank Gaffney. And I recommend everybody watch that um, because watch he's going to deep how dive do, into the laptop. Take it a little slower. How do we get it? How, how, do, how do we get it? Put uh, presentdangerchina.org, presentdangerchina.org, and uh, the, be, uh, that, that webinar will be up in a day or two. But all of the uh, statutes that were violated uh, in terms of the Biden crime family have been documented, and it's ready for presentation. And the, the truth is going to come out very rapidly in a month. I, I, I do believe that. You know, that one of these things, I... I, 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 I I know the hard drive really well, and it's like a—it's like you open one door. Like it, the minute you open the, the minute you open the Ukraine door, it buried Trump. I mean, it buried um, Biden on Ukraine and, and exonerated Trump. Now they're opening the door on China, and you know the thirty—the thirty million is starting to look like Trump change. And the same thing's going to happen with Moscow. I give you a preview there. You know, they only came up with 3.5 million because they didn't have time to really look. That's that's going to go, that's going to go over 100 million. I mean, the guy was a horrendous thief, sitting in the White House, and it really is all about Joe. He was the top of the food chain, bossing everybody around, with his nasty attitude. Nasty guy, not even a nice guy. But thank you, you you really keep us uh, posted on lots and lots of things and. We're going to go to presentdangerchina.org, and uh, uh, very much interested in seeing what they have. Those are very, very serious people, and uh, it could be very, very interesting to see what they, what they, uh, what they, what they found for us. Let's try William in New Jersey. Always an honor, Mr. Mayor. It's absolutely shameful that we're bringing all these folks across the border while veterans suffer. And God bless Jack. And God bless those firefighters that are working hard keeping the New Yorkers safe, fighting that massive fire over there at the at the um, at the um, um, police. Was that a warehouse or an impound uh-huh. yard or something uh-huh. like that? Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, but you know, they they do it so often. It's like. They just don't get the credit they deserve because it's like routine. These guys, these guys risk their lives. I remember when my uncle was a fire captain, he would sometimes come home and he'd tell a little story, and you'd say, "My goodness, he almost died today." You know, Uncle Eddie think, almost died today. Mr. Mayor, these folks ought to be run out of office and charged with dereliction of duty. I I agree with you. You know, dereliction of duty in the military or in serious uh, civilian government position equals death of human beings. Yes, sir. Don't you think so? I, I really do think so, William. I, I, Adams, Adams fits in that category, Hochul, all those people. Look at all these guys getting out of jail after they committed multiple violent crimes and they go bust guns on somebody else, and it, it, it's like they're, they're doing this on purpose. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, of course, they have to do it on purpose. Who, who, who would be stupid enough to let people out of jail? Except somebody that wants to destroy our society. It's an uh, accident. Well, I guess, you know, 
I guess in 2022 election, we weren't quite ready to absorb the whole thing. But I think I think we're beginning. I think we're beginning to absorb it now and getting to and getting to really, really, really feel it. I think I think the I think we have Harvey in Brooklyn. I think we have time for one, one more. Oh, Harvey's gone. Okay. Well, then we'll go to we'll go to Judith, who is one of our all-time favorites in Brooklyn. Hey, Rudy. Thanks for taking my call. You know, I don't know if you heard, but if you heard his speech, but President Trump just gave. Oh, great! He just gave one of the most powerful, very detailed, and targeted speech basically restoring all our freedoms, rightful rightful freedoms, and yet not a word about it by any of the news outlets, outlets including um, Noam Layden. I'm very disappointed. He was talking about some card game, which is not including, important. Including who? Including Noam Layden. You're the guy that does the news. He's in charge of news at ABC Radio. I just heard him before, and he was talking, and I was waiting for him to say some highlights about President Trump's speech that was so Didn't phenomenal. Greg have so it on? I, I heard it on. Greg had it on. Greg, Greg mm-hmm. Kelly. But Greg had it on, but not on the news. Noam Layden does not even mention anything about this important speech. Well, and that great speech. speech. I mean, I, I, know, I, know, I know Trump's speeches backwards and forwards. I had the honor of participating and drafting some of them. And that was, that was, one, of, that was one of his best speeches. And one of the best presidential speeches. It was straight out and out issues, one after another, one after another, at a time in which we are desperate. Our country is heading right for communism. And he gave the answer to how to stop it. Yes, absolutely, Rudy. And I can't understand why um, even John Casamitis, uh radio station doesn't have no Laden understand to highlight that particular speech and how important it was. You know, for balance and diversity and all that stuff, you know, it's it's unbelievable. You could see that President Trump is still very much a powerful leader. I mean, when he talks like that, that's the reason why we love him and why we need him desperately. And by the way, Rudy, I would love you to be somewhere there also in the cabinet, somehow, somewhere, because you are one of the best. You know, I want to tell you something, Rudy. When you hurt, I hurt. I want you to know I love you that much. And as much as I love President Trump, I love you even more, okay? Wow. I want you to know that. Judith, that's so nice. That's so nice. So maybe on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday when the confidentiality lives, I'll tell you how I hurt today for you and for me and for our country. But I have quite a story about today, which we'll, we'll tell you next week. But I was very proud of President Trump. I was very – I mean, I heard two-thirds of the speech while I was waiting to do my show, and I thought it was – I thought, I thought it was I mean, one of not only one of his best, one of the better presidential speeches. It was a it was a nice, clear recitation of what the country needs in language easily accessible to people, which is important. That's what a great politician has to be able to do. You can't talk in, you know, riddles. You gotta you gotta relate. And when you think of Biden, who you know, can't put two sentences together without their contradicting each other. It, maybe that even made it better. You know, it's like when you're hungry, the food tastes even better. Right? But it was still a very, a very, very good speech, and I'm glad you brought it up, Judith, and I want to thank Greg for playing it. Uh, and now we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to come back with the mayor's final thoughts for the week.
The mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani back with the mayor's final thought. And we are sponsored by Tunnel to Towers. Uh, today was our um, marathon for uh, for a tel- telethon, uh, radiothon, sorry, for um, for T2T.org. I was uh, with... Um, I was with my g- good friends this morning, John and and uh, Sid, and uh, who were there, and, and my son Andrew, and uh, and of course Frank, the great and wonderful Frank Siller, and I was helping, participating, as were all of us, uh, Greg Kelly and Rita Cosby, and all of us on uh, ABC, because I think we all, to a person, uh, have very strong feelings about T2T.org. Tunnel to Towers that uh, builds homes for those uh, uh, soldiers and and and, and uh, civilian uh, uniform people who become catastrophically injured in the line of duty and need help in order to attain a certain degree of independence in their homes, and also pays for the mortgages for the homes of those who are lost in the line of duty. Uh, Frank Phil is the first there o- often, and we. And he goes much, much further than that even. The man is, I think, Dr. Maria, who will be with me on Sunday. That's a plug for our show on Sunday. I'm covering the truth. Uh, and I would tell you that uh, he's one of the finest people that we know. I'm, I'm ready to make him a saint, except I figure I'm the guy nominating him. St. Peter's not going to give him a good shot. We're going to have to get some kind of a stand-in for me. But then I can, you know, I'll do the work. I'll do the lawyer's work behind the scenes. Um, and they have not disbarred me from the bar uh, in heaven because I haven't done anything wrong. It's a little different here. And we're going to find out a lot about that over the course of the next couple of weeks because uh, it's a disgrace what they're doing to lawyers. It's a disgrace what they're doing to, to, to Donald Trump in depriving him of a right to counsel. And nobody cares. But in any event... We got a lot going on, and uh, with this switch in Congress, the Biden people have not stopped in their express train to communism, which means, and I go back to last Christmas this time when I wrote, wrote an essay about about uh, the express train to socialism, and I said, now it was communism. Well, now it is communism, and we're going to review it over the last two weeks of the of the year and show you how far along we've come and what we can do about it, and there is plenty we can do about it. We are powerful. We're the people. They're the bureaucrats who are, who are trying to take away our freedom of religion, our freedom of speech, taking down a Christmas tree in Dedham, Massachusetts. Democrat Dedham, Massachusetts, taking down a Christmas tree. Encouraging children or giving them doubts about their sexuality. What the hell is wrong with you? Mutilating them without permission of the parents. How do how did we, as they say in the Godfather? How do we ever let things get this far? Well, they got too far, and we're gonna bring them back, bring them back together. There are a lot of us now. It's not just me, not just you and me on this show. It's the shows you listened to before me, the Bo show that's coming up after me, Mark Levin, uh, all these people. They're all out there fighting for you. And you're fighting with us, and we're a lot more powerful than they are because we're on the side of decency. We're the ones who believe in God. 
We're the ones who believe in a moral code. We're the ones who believe that we should love our neighbors and love our enemies. Well, enough for the sermon. Sunday's coming, Christmas is coming. We're going to talk next week a bit more about spirituality. Uh, I've got a few things prepared on that. So will my podcast. Podcast this week, Rudy RudyGiulianiCS.com. Uh, I think you'll find them really, really interesting. One is a contemporary one, and one goes back a little to show you how far back this Biden stuff goes and has been ignored by a crooked Justice Department and Department of Justice and, and, and FBI. And, boy, that guy, Bill Barr, is one hell of a snake. I think we demonstrate that. So um, this weekend, 10 to 11 on Sunday, the inimitable inimitable Dr. Maria and yours truly will present a heck of a show. God bless America. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani.